What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Ready to See Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to another episode. So today I want to speak to you about Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. This game, it looks like it's going to be fantastic, man. The graphics that they showed on that presentation for Unreal Engine... It just looks so awesome, man. It looks so badass. I cannot wait for this game, man. The thing, they announced this game since 2019, I believe. And dude, the graphics just look so awesome, so great. Senua looks so terrifying in this presentation they showed. Like, they actually showed the actress once she was done delivering her lines for Senua. And, damn, man. (laughs) It's insane how the graphics are getting for these games. They're becoming so realistic. Like, it's scary. It's super scary, man. I also noticed that Game Ranks, they actually did announce on their weekly news video... They announced that they're actually making AI type of uh, character models and also like the environments as well. That's good because it actually does help developers finish their games on time. And it doesn't take that long to actually create like, for example, a tree. It doesn't take them that long to actually make them. For me, I believe that AI for that is good, but AI, like for art, like creating art, like if you're drawing it, supposedly, I don't think it's not good because I think people take advantage of that because they believe just by telling the AI to make you something and then sell it to somebody and then calling yourself an artist... That's not how it works, man. That's not how it's supposed to work at all. You're supposed to be the one who's actually making and creating this piece. You're not supposed to tell AI to make you the art. That's like a downside for artists, to be honest. But going back to Hellblade 2, Senua Saga. They announced this game since 2019. I believe it was on the Video Game Awards. The hype is real for this game. I don't know if I'm actually going to get this game for the Xbox One X or for PC. To be honest, man, uh, I've been using the Steam Deck a lot, a lot. And I've been enjoying my time with it. But the thing is about the Steam Deck dock, I don't know. It's just sometimes it doesn't get like the right... Uh, color for the games not like the playstation 5 i don't know maybe it's just how they made the dock because i tried to fix it with my tv and like i put all the settings to normal right but the thing about my tv i cannot actually change the color of it so it's just mostly the color for the games like i was just playing Jedi Fallen Order for 
the Steam Deck, the color it just looks so dense. It it doesn't look that bright. It just looks normal. And to be honest, I've noticed that most of all the games I have played, they've been all like in HD and they're very uh, saturated. Like the color is very saturated. That's why I started noticing for the PC because uh, I'm guessing they just try to make it as how they actually created the game, the like the colors. I don't think it's not supposed to be more saturated than it's supposed to. Yeah, man. I think maybe that could be it, but I'm not really sure, man. It could be, or maybe not. Another thing I want to talk to you about is about this movie. It is called Missing. If you guys have seen Euphoria, the actress who plays Zendaya's sister, Storm Reed, she's the main character on this movie. And she did a wonderful job on this movie. If you guys have seen Unfriended and like the movie, then you're going to definitely like this one. Because Missing Man is an outstanding movie. So far, I've only seen like about four movies that takes place like on a desktop. And it's like horror based supposedly on this one supposedly um stormy's character's mom she goes missing and she tries to find her so i'm gonna go into a few spoilers for that movie guys just a warning the movie's called missing it just recently came out i believe uh this year in january i just saw it last week on sunday a day before my birthday, which was on March 20th. Yeah, guys, I actually turned 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to the movie Missing. It does remind me a lot of Unfriended. It mostly just takes place on a laptop. And, like, the girl, she's just trying to find her mom, right? And, like, she's just using the technology that she has in front of her to try to find her. Like she tries to find her location. Where's the last spot that she stopped on. And also she gets help from people online. Which is insane man. Because I <laughs> I don't even know how to do that much. And there's some things that I learned about that movie as well. Like. There were actual cameras that you can actually see that are live right now online. You can just see the the cameras they have around the world. Like you could check out like probably a camera in New York or something or somewhere in the United Kingdom. They have a camera as well. They have a website they can just go and just look at everything that is live. At this very moment, which is crazy, man. I never even thought about that before. So that was interesting to me. It was interesting to find out that how far we have come. And like this movie in any other era, I don't think it would not fit. This is the proper era for this movie for missing. 
if it came out probably in the 2000s, people would have been, what is this? Like, people would not have understand it. But now since everybody's on the internet and we're, like, so into, like, just using the internet all the time, basically, this movie was very relatable, uh, I guess. Now, I, I think that's the word I'm looking for. It was the right time for this movie to come out. I think it was crazy that we got to find out, like, on, on the last part of the movie, when the main character, she used Siri to actually call the police. That was insane. It just blew my mind how they did this whole movie just on a desktop, man. That was my reaction as well when Unfriended came out. That one had it to do with, like, possession or something like that for Unfriended. But for Missing, it's like a thriller. It's not really like a horror-based movie, but it's mostly like a thriller. Supposedly, the mom, she was supposed to go on vacation with the guy that she fell in love with, right? But the crazy part is, she never left the country. And that was like the huge plot twist, man, for the whole movie. Once Stormbreeze's character found out that her mom wasn't her mom and, and it was somebody else playing as her, Oh, man, <laughs> it just blew my mind, dude. I think probably I'm going to put that movie in probably in my top 10 uh, horror movies so far in 2023. I actually made a list uh, in last year in 2022 of my 10 favorite horror movies. And I think this one might go on there. Maybe, maybe. I don't know, man. We had to see all the movies that are in store this year. Like, there's that movie that's coming out with Nicolas Cage, that vampire one. Hopefully, it's good. It sucks that that movie, 65, the one with Adam Driver, I believe, it did not do so well on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, basically... Almost any major movie review website, even IMDb, gave it a 5.7 out of 10. I think on Rotten Tomatoes, right now, I think it's at 37%. I believe so. I think the, the last time I checked that it was around 40, but I'm guessing it has gone even lower than that. Even says on the when you search it up on Google, it doesn't even say that it's a horror movie. It just says it's a sci-fi action type of movie. It made it seem like this is a horror movie, so I I have no idea what happened with that movie to be honest. And like you know, I kind of didn't know that this movie wasn't gonna do great. I just had the feeling, man, when I saw this trailer, like this movie. Oh, man, I knew that it wasn't going to do great. It's like I had that feeling, dude. It, it really did suck because Adam Driver, he's just trying to make other films that are not related to Star Wars. And this one, it, it just didn't do so well. 
on um, according to reviews for me personally i still haven't seen the movie yet but i will watch it soon enough sooner or later i will watch it but as of right now i haven't seen it yet but it does actually does suck that it didn't do so well and now going back to missing uh the movie like i said i was just so surprised how we can just use the technology and just try to find someone it's just so insane man this technology has expanded so much since the early 2010s like i remember i was just using facebook that was my first social media website i created it was a facebook i was a little bit too young for myspace i wasn't on on that yet but like the first social media site i got was facebook and then it was instagram the snapchats even kick as well <laughs> but i'm guessing nobody uses that anymore the kick one and tiktok now we have that one that's crazy i have heard the news that that one is actually getting banned tiktok for me i not i don't really watch uh, youtube shorts or tiktoks like that because and that's me i just i'm not that type of person just to stay on there for long periods of time yes i use instagram like to keep up with the news and also Twitter as well. Well, actually, I use Twitter more than Instagram. I use that one more to keep up with what's going on 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 the movie news, also with celebrity news and all that good stuff. I, I only mostly use Twitter. That's my main one. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to follow me, it is Christopher J three hundred. It's with the C-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R. I actually do not have a, a first H on my name. <laughs> that just makes my name unique, you know? <laughs> but anyways, Missing Man is it's a good movie. And I do rate that movie a 9 out of 10. I was so engaged the whole time. And it's just so insane that by the ending, the father, supposedly, he was still alive. And that the mom was actually trying to get away from the father. She took her daughter away from him because he was just going insane. And he was just wanted to control them. She ran away, but then the guy found them again. Which was insane, man. And they almost did not make it out alive. Like I said, they used Siri to call the police. I was so surprised how they used the technology in this movie. It's just so advanced now, man. And damn, I have to keep up with these new technologies. Maybe like in the future, we might have like robotic arms and stuff and maybe flying cars <laughs> that's like the main one that people have been been wanting for a very long time the flying cars are we ever gonna get that i don't know man 
only time will tell if we're going to get flying cars. In Back to the Future Part 2, they travel all the way to 2015, and supposedly they already have flying cars. 2015 happened in real life, and still, we don't have flying cars. We have electric cars, so we're making progress, but <laughs> we're still not there yet. Now let's just switch gears, guys. Uh, I want to speak to you about this movie. It's called Southpaw. Do you guys like boxing? And if you do, I, I like boxing type of movies. Well, mostly combat sports in general. Like I like watching UFC fights and also boxing matches. This movie is good, man. Kurt Sutter wrote this movie. I think he was a, a helper or probably the only person that wrote this movie. But it's a good one, man. It's a good movie. Maybe not as great as Rocky, but it's up there. Supposedly in this movie, this guy is like undefeated. And he's just so good at his job. He's the champion of the world. He has everything going for him but then in a split second he just starts losing everything one by one it first started with his wife his wife was like after jake jenlehal's character lost his wife he just started breaking apart and he even has a daughter as well the daughter was the one that was suffering as well too and there was also like a scene when he was he wanted to commit suicide like he really wanted a way out but he didn't because he still has his daughter and he feels like he has to keep on going but since he had that crash like supposedly the crash when he was about to commit suicide he was in in a very bad shape and they took him to court for that and so he lost custody of his daughter dude which was insane he lost the custody of of her and he had to find a way back so they can be together supposedly he was an endangerment to the minor which was his daughter and the only way that he he can fix everything was to just focus on himself he needed to get his life back together it was one thing that really messed him up which was losing his wife it's understandable man it was understandable that he was sad and depressed but he needed to keep moving forward he had to find a way out to fix himself. And so he got back at, on the gym. And let me tell you as well. He also lost his O. Like his undefeated record. Since he was very sad and lost his wife. He couldn't really focus. Like, and he just kept looking at the corner if his, his wife was there. It was pretty sad man to to see like a man break apart because he doesn't have his other half. Yeah, man, it was just crazy 
It just felt like so real, this movie. Jake Gyllenhaal is a very underrated actor, man. Him and probably Joseph Gordon-Levitt as well. But Jake Gyllenhaal, dude. Jake Gyllenhaal has some great movies. I think like his most notable role has got to be Mysterio. Because since it is the MCU... There's no other bigger role that you can get now because, damn, man, the MCU is just so big and I don't think nobody can compete against them, not even the DCU, because, you know, they're actually having their issues as well. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just so big now. Like, if you even are cast as one of the main characters... You become one of the greats, supposedly, in in this era, I guess so. But going back to Southpaw, he had to get back in shape and go back to training. And so he found a, a coach that, that was able to help him. And so, you know how these movies go? He trained his ass off and he worked so hard to... Get out of the place that he was in. And so he had the last final match against the guy that he had beef with around the beginning of the movie. And yeah, man, it, it seemed like he was struggling at first. But the good thing is that he got the win at the end. He got it by split decision, I believe. Or unanimous decision. I just know that he won by decision. And it was just a a great moment. Because he was happy. And also his daughter was happy. He was fighting to get his life back. And so he, he got his daughter back. Which was the most important thing for him at that very moment. If you guys do enjoy um, combat sports movies. That's a good one, man. Southpaw is one of those good movies that you will probably like. Actually, seen the movie Creed 3, and it was good, too. I like the scene that how they added, like, the visuals and also the the type of uh, fighting styles they use. Like, how inspired, inspired by other animes, like... Hajime no Ippo. That's cool that they actually use those type of scenes. Like how they did on the TV show. They did the same thing in Creed 3. Not the same exact shots. But it's inspired by the different shots they use. Which was cool how they did that for Creed 3. I do enjoy that franchise as well. To be honest... I had to say that the first movie so far is my favorite one from that franchise. The third one is my second favorite and Creed 2 is my third favorite one from those three movies. Michael B. Jordan plays a good Adonis Creed. He's the, supposedly the next person to take uh, Rocky's spot. So as of right now, he's doing a great job playing as that character. And yeah, man, and that's all I got to say about this podcast. 
if you guys enjoy this podcast make sure to subscribe to the youtube channel because i actually do have a youtube channel for it it is called the radio c podcast or also follow it wherever it is you're listening to it if you're listening to it on spotify or itunes follow it and make sure to recommend this podcast to a friend or neighbor that is into horror or combat sports maybe they will like this podcast as much as you do as well anyways guys that is it for this podcast thank you so much for listening as always guys take care and live to the fullest bye